Coming up next, Final Four, MLB Opening Day, cheerleader controversy in the NFL, and our guest from ESPN, Arash Marchese. All that and more on the Weekly Pass. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. Take me out to the ball game. I'm very excited as a diehard Giants fan for opening day. I mean, I shouldn't say so excited because we've lost some guys. We'll talk about that later. But um, thank you for joining us again on the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Jill Laughlin. You can find me on at BJ Laughlin on Twitter and at Bonnie Jill on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm joined by my birthday boy guest, Josh Rodriguez. And Becky Sotero. My name is Josh Rodriguez. It is my birthday, and you can follow me as a gift on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. And as a triple gift, follow him. You don't even need to know who I am. In case you do, I'm Becky Sotero. You can find me on all social media at Becky Sotero. Follow our show on Twitter. We're live. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We want we want you to be part of our show. Yes. And we're starting to get kind of active on Twitter. Well, well Josh is. Yeah, we are. Us. We are. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't for have many followers right now. Follow the show, BJL. Weekly pass, please follow the show. Yes. I mean, we don't want to buy followers. We're not that type of show to do that. We're going to right. organically get our <laughs> fan base up and, uh, you know, be very entertaining. Yes. yes. On Twitter. BJL Weekly Pass on Twitter. Yes. And we'll, 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 we'll do some fun giveaways. That'll... Yes. And then the chat room is going yeah. on, right? The chat is live and awake. I love it. We got Star Drew, Bernard. Welcome. Hey, guys. Perfect. All right, well, let's get going. Uh, final four. I don't yes. know if you guys watched the game. I was actually at the Elite Eight game, and wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Were you impressed with the games? Yes, I, mean, I, I was. I'm very impressed with Loyola. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. believe. But all the games have been very impressive. Yes, I mean, they they've have. been the, fun, the competitive game. game. That was like a national championship yeah. game. I felt like it was. It I was agree. crazy to mm-hmm, see going mm-hmm. overtime, and oh, it was madness. And Sister Jean, how can uh, you root, how can you root against Sister Jean? You? I was though? just going to say those words, I, and I'm a Catholic, yeah. but I, I don't care if you know if you're not a Catholic, if you you know you're an atheist. Right. You're gonna. This is great for basketball. It's mm. great for the country with everything that's going on. I think she just. It's positive, right? Very, very uplifting. You have to be the Antichrist if you're not rooting for Sister Jean and Loyola right now. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just need that that underdog story and that positivity, and they're bringing that all the way. And they just believe in themselves. The coach, I mean, it's just it's. The and whole did thing. you see her kicks? No, and they're I calling. Did not. Yeah, they're called Air Jeans or Prayer <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> And did you see the logo they're doing? And she's it's Sister Jean, and she's like Jordan Duncan. I've not seen the logo. We need to. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Amazing. I saw that. I didn't see the prayer Jordan. That's hilarious. It's awesome. That is hilarious. Now, what do you think of Loyola as a team, though? I mean, gosh, they've won 14 in a row. I mean, you can't just say, oh, they're the Cinderella team. I mean, this is a team now that Mm -hmm. has played very well. And, you know, how do you say that they can't win at all? Like, I know Mm -hmm. maybe they're not the best team on paper like Villanova, but this team, you know, they're knocking Mm -hmm. down shots every game. They have another, a new player that's like the hero. I mean, they've gone through their entire roster and every guy steps Mm. up. That's what it's all about, that teamwork for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they move the ball very well. They can mm-hmm. shoot. They can all score. They're easily one of the. It, wow. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. You, are you seeing yeah. it? it the, the I wish we could, cool. I wish we could pull it up. up. Maybe. Just Google Air Gene. Yes. If you just Google Air Or Becky, turn your computer around. I know. <laughs> Air Gene, everyone. Let's just see if we can get, get a close up of this. I love it. Well, you're thinking. We're going to bring it up. We're, we're, we're going to bring it up for yeah. you guys. Yeah. It, yeah. Air Gene. It's pretty neat. That's I think amazing. I need a shirt. 
Loyola, <laughs> yes. yes. please send us a shirt for Bonnie. That'd be fantastic. And I don't know if you saw, but she actually is now has let Loyola regain remain her have her her um, licensing, so she is able to now raise money for the that's so good for her charities for the church that she's with and with Loyola Chicago, which I thought was kind of neat. And they're doing oh. bobbleheads and everything. <sighs> So they regain the rights of all of her stuff, even after it's just, she... It's all just all kinds after, of... Even there after is. she passes. There it is. Yeah. Don't you want that? Yes. Yeah. I think we all need to have that. <laughs> Whether they win or lose, I think, you know... Maybe we'll do a giveaway with that. they have a legitimate shot? They do. And uh, Crutwig, who's their, the freshman, he's yeah. playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And defensively and efficiency in the paint and knocking down shots. Mm. I mean... They're, yeah. They play well. The only thing I'm concerned about is when they go against Michigan. Um, the perimeter defense, you know, that Michigan puts up is mm-hmm. tough, and they don't let anyone make take even take a three. Yeah, sure. So that's yeah alarming, right? Yeah, it is alarming. But I do think they got the easiest. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline team out of the four i mean not that michigan's easy but right mm-hmm. on that side of the bracket you're not facing nova you're not facing Mm-mm. kansas to me personally i think that game is really the national championship game i, I think the winner of nova kansas wins it all i think so as well yeah. yeah and i'm gonna pick villanova yeah that was my final pick too so even though i i came short, i mean i'm talking about just like smarts sure, you know yeah. but if you go with your heart and your gut i want to pull for leo chicago sure. to win it all i mean yeah. it'd be 55 years story. since they won the championship it's a great but story. But they're firing at the right time, so... Yeah, and it's all are you, about are you peaking and momentum, you know, so I want to say low Chicago, but I know, like, statistically, if you look at Villanova and their offense and mm. what they're shooting from the field, which is 50%, 12, at least 12 three, threes a game, and at least 87 points a game. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to beat that. It's hard to yeah. beat that. Would you give Loyola over Michigan, though? Would you, would yeah. You, okay. So Loyola, I'm going to. I'm just going to go. Really? I know. I know. That's. I know. It's tough when you yeah. look at their defense mm-hmm. and you see how many turnovers they created for Florida State. Yeah. If, if you saw that game. Yeah. I did. So I know. I know. I sound foolish, but I'm just. You don't sound foolish I'm at all. Just, no. They're in the final four. For I'm a just going Absolutely. with my gut now and saying mm-hmm. that you know I'm not saying they're going to win it all, but I'm hoping they can get that t- championship game. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for them. Actually, I'm rooting for Kansas because I have them in my bracket. No. My, no. Who roots for Kansas? Come on. I, when, I when there's money on the line, well, you're <laughs> Duke or Kansas. Who are you going for? Kansas. You were the whole time. I, I, I am you not were, a Duke. You fan. were. Yeah. You were Kansas mm. the whole time. I yeah. will say. I will say that. But yeah. Hold on. So this could be another. You know, Eagles situation, possibly. I'm just saying. In, in what way? Well, I, I just, I think that we looked maybe sometimes too much at numbers, and sometimes it comes down to performance, and is everybody firing at the right time? I mean, how, what would you say about that? Momentum and things like yeah. that. I agree. I mean, but if you're in the Final Four right now, you pretty much have mm-hmm. momentum. So I think all four teams have momentum. Mm-hmm. Michigan won their conference tournament. Loyola's been probably the best mm-hmm. team all year. Kansas, same thing, and Loyola's hot. So you can make an argument that every team has momentum right now. Mm-hmm. I think Villanova's the best team. If I had to, you know, pick a team right now, I'd With say skill, Nova. Teamwork. Yeah, yeah I, I if you look at Nova. it, it's Villanova. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at Loyola Chicago, what they've done in 14 right. games in a row, this yeah. is no joke. I mean, yeah. and but there's people who say how they really played a team like Villanova Fair or enough. Kansas, Fair you know, or That's Michigan. So we'll see. But I still, mm-hmm. you know, every player on that team has had a hot hand, and I just 
I can see them causing problems, you know, yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be a good game. And I don't know if you saw Jalen Rose. You might want to pull this up. Jalen Rose's grandmother, who's a hundred years old, called out Sister Jean on Instagram. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> Stop Because oh, Jalen went to Michigan. Yes. Oh, my goodness. She, oh, yeah. This is Did amazing. You see it? And yes. she, like, it's cute. It's funny. It's like, you the know. The oldest she, beef in history. Expired beef. This is yeah. amazing. And yes, she just everybody says, this up. you've had a good run, Sister Jean, but it's our time. And then she says, 100. She's yeah. Grammy has the final four message for Sister Jean. That is amazing. Yeah. If we could bring that, up isn't too. that great? That's oh, good stuff, Bell right there. Hicks. Yep, Bell Hicks, hundred year old grandmother, of former Wolverine, Jalen Rose. Yeah, and I think it's on Jalen's Instagram. Am I right? Yeah, it okay. sure is. Yep, everybody look there it up. There we go. I oh think my it's god, hilarious. Julia, please play that if you can. That That's... is amazing. She's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> I just love when she says 100. So 100. good. So good. That well, was... and everybody can look it up if, you know, you see the hashtag or the yeah. handle up there. I thought it was hilarious. So good. Same. And Sister Jean has not said anything yet. Mm. There's power. <laughs> Sister it's Jean not. takes the high road. Yeah. 98-year-old and road. 100-year-old woman going at it. <laughs> Oh, this is oh. And it was funny. I was looking at you know Sister Jean. Do you know that she scouts like all the players beforehand and has like a binder of every team, every like majority of the players, the matchups, and she prays for both teams Mm. because she wants you know she doesn't want any injuries and wants to make sure the refs you know make the great you know the best calls. So I don't know. Again, it's what's, hard, her, it's what's her basketball background? She played basketball. Yeah. She played in yeah. high school, didn't she? Yeah, high school. Yeah, and then just you know fell in love with the game and. Now she's like the there unofficial is. mascot. Good ride. Oh my god. This is great. But it's over Saturday. <laughs> go blue. 100. Oh, <laughs> Let's man. go. That is so good. <laughs> it's been a good That is so I don't wonderful. know. I just love it cuz I think it's, it's hilarious, you know. Saturday. Sure. Well, and I think it I mean oh again it, it just blue. everybody's passionate about this. Right. Final four. Look at it. Oh, this is amazing. Chocolate it's on loop right now. I'm loving it. Good. This is amazing. One more time. One more time. Go blue. 100. 100? Let's go. <laughs> Don't you hope you're like that when you're Let's, 100 years old? I am going to be. I, I hope to see no, 100. I hope not. I want to be dead by then. You want to be dead? Aww. Yeah. I mean, if I. <laughs> I don't know. She I seems am. like she's enjoying it. But she's. Life. Look, she. Uh, she oh, it's like that. That's amazing. Yeah. And another story is um, Jalen Brunson, who is National Player of the Year. Yeah. You know, do you know his um, dad is actually a coach of the assistant coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Oh. Yeah. So he wow. was able to see his son play that's on amazing. Saturday because he hasn't, obviously, because right. of the NBA season. So sure. that's kind of a good story, too. Oh, to see, that's cool. You know, kind of passing off the torch. Great information. And, wow. And he's named after Jalen Rose. Get out of here. Yep. Look at this full circle. Yeah, his, his father really went to Temple, but his, you know, he played against yeah. Jalen. And he's, he's like one of the best like... opponents for him to match up against, and so he yeah. named him Jalen. And Jalen's a lefty just like... Yes. I don't know. I thought that's kind of... I like some of the other stories besides, you know, what's on the court, because sure. we all know what goes on the court, but sure. I love the kind of stories off the court that make it so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I love March. I love March. Yeah, it's, it's, the best it's time a good time. There's a lot happening in March, I agree. And... MLB opening day, mm-hmm. a lot of injuries, a lot of, um, we, I think, do we have a rush yeah, already on? we do have a rush on the line. It is 9.30. Is that him right there? Hey. A Hi. rush. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arash, how are you? 
I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I mean, you're everywhere, literally everywhere. I know you said you're leaving for the WWE next week to New Orleans, right? That's right. I'm heading out to uh, New Orleans Thursday. It'll be fun. Going to Mania. Okay. Now, Rosh, I know we want to talk hoops with you, but I have a question because you, you know, you cover boxing as well. Um, the Triple G Canelo fight. Canelo um, had a dirty test. How does that affect this fight going forward, or does it not, or is it fine, or what do you, what do you? Yeah. Do? So we're going to find out next month. You know, my guess is that you know they're going to find a way to make this fight happen. They both need this fight. They both. Um, are kind of in a place in their careers where if they were to fight someone else, it's just not going to draw. It's just not going to be a big draw at this point. So uh, Triple G definitely needs this fight because he's getting kind of up there in age. And uh, he definitely, in my view, won the last fight. But um, they're, they're going to find a way, I think, to make it work. I don't think it was contaminated meat. I did. I do think, and, uh, you know, Canelo got caught with something he probably should not be doing. <laughs> and um, but listen, I think I think they'll find a way to make this fight happen. And, and and again, I think they both need this fight to happen. Now going back to hoops, you've been covering the tournament and we were just talking about Chicago Loya. <sighs> Arash, in your opinion, can this team win it all or can they at least beat Michigan? Well, here's the thing. I mean, Sister Jean, everyone's talking about Thank Sister Jean. Thank you. Uh, I love Sister Jean Arash. Right? You better uh, not say anything bad about her. She didn't even have, <laughs> well, she didn't even have them getting past the Sweet 16. I mean, so the fact that they're in the oh. Final Four. Oh, I mean, yeah, she didn't pick the – she, she picked Nevada. Expectation. Wow. She picked Nevada over, yeah. That's right. Okay, so but what do you think? So can they, though, beat Michigan with that defense? Well, listen, I didn't have them. I didn't have them winning <laughs> a single game in the tournament. So I think at this point they would not shock me. If they kind of pulled the incredible, pulled the impossible, I don't think they will. I think when you get to this point in the tournament, you're going to get either Kansas at this point. That was my pick from the beginning. So, listen, I think when you get to the Final Four and you have that celebration and you hold that trophy and you get those championship hats, what tends to happen is these Cinderella stories, that's where they go to die. Unfortunately, they get to... The, that moment, and it's like, listen, I mean, they've, they've exceeded all their wildest dreams, and so um, they might get to the championship game, by the way. I just don't think they'll find a way to win mm. the whole thing. But you agree it's been great for basketball and for this tournament? Oh, yeah. I think any time you have a Cinderella story like that, that's what makes the tournament great. I think when, uh, you know, and again, we have not done an 11 seed that often. I think this is the first time, the fourth time in history. So, just having that's a great story, and you got, you know, the Sister Jane story is obviously a great story because everyone gets to know her at this point, and you get to know the campus. And what this does also is does wonders for the school itself. I think every school that has had a run like this, people are like, oh, that seems like a nice school. Like, I'm going to graduate from high school. Well, let me check out that school. So, so true. These moments are great for the program, but great for the school, too. Mm. Hey, Rosh, how's it going? It's Josh. I have a couple NBA questions for you, if that's okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So now the Warriors are banged up, mm-hmm. and the Rockets seem to be a very sexy pick to come out of the West right now. What are your thoughts about the Rockets, and do you think they legitimately have a shot to come out of the West, even if the Warriors are healthy? Mm. I think they do, and I think Tony Jill can back me up on this. I think what we're seeing with the Warriors is finally a team that realizes nothing prior to the playoffs really counts. Or really like They know they're going to make the playoffs, so it's mm-hmm. not about – them trying to win 70 games or win 60 plus games they're just trying to get there 
And so whether that's, and I'm not saying these guys aren't truly hurt, but there's no rush to get them back. So whether it's Kevin Durant coming back, and I guess he's going to come back Thursday, or Steph Curry taking some time off and whatnot, as long as they're back and healthy for the playoffs, and to be honest, they don't even need to be healthy until the conference finals, they're going to be okay. And I think what we've seen is a team that finally realizes you don't have to play like every single night. Now that's great for us fans. It's great when they when they do, right. but you can pace yourselves. And I think, honey, just you remember, Kobe and Shaq found that pretty kind of early on in their relationship, where they would right. go through the motions and then they would flip the switch. And I think that's what we're seeing with this team. So there's a lot of talk about Houston, and I do think Houston's a very good team, and I do think that they're going to get to the conference finals. Mm. Once you're there, and I think if the Warriors are healthy, which it looks like they will be, that combination of Curry and Durant and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, it, that's just too much. Right. And, and don't you think that, like we were speaking about, is that players like KD, like Steph, they take it to another level once they're in on that stage. And so I think we'll see another you know, a new team once they are healthy. I think that they are going to win, Arash, but don't you think it's going to be tougher than they have you know, in the past, you know, trying oh, to get for through sure. Houston. And you know what? I think that's good for the league. I mean, because I covered their playoff run last year, and outside of, I guess, they lost one game in the finals to, to – sorry, they lost one game in the finals to Cleveland, which was similar back, I guess, this was uh, 2002 with the Lakers, where they won basically every game except mm-hmm. for one. I mean, like, you like to see a little bit of drama, and so I think it'll be good. I think that Houston series could be a seven-game series. I – you know, listen, there's a, talk about, there's a lot of talk about Cleveland. I'm not going against LeBron James in a seven-game <laughs> series, so I do think that they play mm. Cleveland again. It'd be nice if that was a six- or seven-game series. Mm. Drama right. is fun. So when you get to these right. moments where you have a six- or seven-game series, that's fun. So they were historically great last season, but there was no kind of, a, you know, there, there was no drama with that. Mm. Arash, now you just mentioned Cleveland. Now, obviously, I think that everyone's picked to come out of the Eastern Conference, but right now the Sixers just got back Markel Fultz. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to win the Eastern Conference Finals, but what do you think a realist, realistic expectation for the Sixers are right now? They're playing really good basketball, and they have one of the most talented young cores in the league. Yeah, I mean, I love that story this entire season. So, I mean, the cool thing for them is that they're probably going to be a top-four seed. They're going to have home court in the first round. And I think, listen, I mean, if you can get, if you win the first round and you have a six- or seven-game series with the likes of Cleveland or Toronto or the Celtics, who are the top three teams in the East, who we thought would be the top three teams in the East, now you're talking about a building block for the future and I don't think they're going to get LeBron but they're in the conversation for LeBron why because they have this great young core and they've trusted the process as cliche as that may be and they're finally in a position where they have a contending team so again Cleveland's not going to be where they are for that much longer Um, so you're talking about a, a, a team by next year could be one of the top two teams in the Eastern Conference, which is incredible. That is. Mm-hmm. So if you were to do a prediction right now, Rosh, who do you see in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference you know, um, finals, and then who wins it all? Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Warriors over the Rockets. I do think it'll be a great series. I think that Rockets team, when Chris Paul looked at what he wanted to do in the offseason, I mean, the number one goal was to beat Golden State. So it'll be a cool moment for Chris <laughs> getting to the Conference Finals. Um, I mean, having covered him for 
you know, five years with the Clippers, and they, they came close a couple times. It'll be nice to see him get there. I don't think that they kept past the Warriors, though. In the East, I'm going to go with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, just because they can't go against LeBron James mm-hmm. in these seven-game series. The way that he's playing right now mm-hmm. is tremendous. Going to have them go over Toronto, and then Warriors over Cavs, and sort of probably the last time we see those teams uh, go against each other. I do think LeBron leaves. I don't know where he goes. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, that, that's the wow. fascinating thing to me. Usually, I have a good sense of where someone might go. I know. You know what? I do think there's a chance he comes to Los Angeles, but I, I, I've heard Houston is a, a very distinct possibility, oh, which would be crazy when we talk about how be... good they've yeah. been this season. So, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. So another finals of Warriors and Cavs. Do you think fans are going to be sick of this matchup and even watch? You know what? That'll be interesting. You know, because I think what that matchup does provide is star power. So, listen, I think you would rather have KD, Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson versus LeBron um, as opposed to, let's just say, Toronto gets there or the Celtics get there. What it doesn't have is Kyrie. And I thought that the Cavs, and we've really seen that play out this season, how terrible that that trade was for them, is that, you know, they had two guys in, uh, in LeBron and Kyrie who were superstar players. Now they just have one. And that trade that they made at the halfway mark or mm-hmm. past the halfway mark of the season, that was a good deal in terms of I think it gave them some new life. But they don't have two stars of anymore. And as we've known for years and years and years, Buddy Jill, yeah. it's a it, it's five on five. So the team with the most stars usually wins. Yeah. Um, speaking of L.A., you know, the Lakers, what do you think that they will do in this offseason? I know both of us have you know, talked to people on the inside um, to see who they're going to go after and if they're going to wait out this free agency to wait till next season. What are you hearing? Yeah, so, I mean, they have two max slots. And the very fascinating thing to me is that I talk to Laker fans all the time, and a lot, not a lot, but I would say a, a, a 50%. Uh, don't want LeBron, kind of because they kind of like where they are. They want to go with the youth movement and all that. Uh, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to make a full-court press at LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, <laughs> if you get LeBron James, you have to do that. And so they have two max slots. And, and what LeBron gives you is not only is he arguably the best player on the planet, but he's an amazing recruiter too. So you have two max slots, and so what you can do is you bring in LeBron, and then he can uh, recruit someone else, uh, most likely Paul George now. If LeBron doesn't come, I still think you go after Paul George, but you save one That's max correct. slot for next year, and the next year you're looking at Kawhi Leonard, uh-huh. you're looking at Klay Thompson, you're looking at some other young pieces. So what you're not going to see them do is have that disastrous offseason of a couple years ago where they just threw money at the wrong people. You're not going to see that happen. So mm-hmm. I do think that they want to get one max player this year, and uh, again, they're going to try for two, but if they can't get the two that they want, hopefully they get one, and then they get one next year. What they would like to avoid doing is going uh, zero for two. You want to have one person. you got to get out of the slump. You, like, even if you're the eighth seed, the Lakers have to get back into the playoffs by next season. Oh, they have to. Mm-hmm. Do you think Coach Luke Walton can coach LeBron James, though, Arash? I think he can. I have not heard anything that kind of tells me that he's against uh, Luke. Um, now, again, that can all change when he gets there. Now, of course, he gets we there know and, gets. And uh, he doesn't like Luke or Luke loves him the wrong way or he doesn't think Luke has like the, the uh, juice to do what he wants to do. You know, that that could 
uh, change things. But I, I do think Luke will get one year with that sort of new team that they have, and then we'll see how they do. But from everyone I've talked to, Jeannie likes him, Polinka likes him, Magic yeah. Johnson likes him. So I think they're going to give him a chance. But listen, okay. the, the, the short string that he has with this team is because they're young. When you get LeBron James and you get Paul George, that all changes. Of course. Now, I know this is like a ridiculous thing to say, but LeVar Ball is obviously a variable in this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, what role does he play mm-hmm. in LeBron coming? Because obviously LeBron doesn't want any type of drama. He wants to have a smooth of a transition as possible. So would they have to get rid of Lonzo if they were to get LeBron? No, listen, I, I think that the LeVar thing, and I, I, I don't want to say it's a overhype because it is a problem, but it is a problem that they kind of deal with. And to be honest, you haven't heard from him a lot because he's not in this country. That yeah, that's <laughs> the only the reason. Rosh so, covered him. He's you, been you covering that find a family. business opportunity <laughs> overseas, that would be great. But listen, from everything that I've heard, and again, when you're finally with the team, then you get a sense of what guys like and what they don't like. He doesn't not like LeVar, he just thinks that he's like this outrageous character, but I don't think LeVar would do anything to, pro- to prevent that deal from happening. Obviously, yeah. he knows that <laughs> LeBron is here. That obviously changes everything. They're a championship team. And again, everything I've heard, LeBron has a lot of respect for Lonzo Ball. So, right. um, yeah, listen, I don't think Luke or LeVar will be a deal breaker if LeBron really truly wants to c- come here. Mm. And Arash was actually starring in the Lonzo Ball. What's the what's the show called that they Ball, have? Ball in the Family. Ball in the Family. And Arash yeah. has been in a lot of cameo appearances. Was that in China, Arash, when you were once show? in China, okay. once in New York, and I think maybe one time in Los Angeles. But yeah. I've uh, been around that family a lot. Thankfully, I wasn't in Lithuania. There was a chance they were going to send me out there, and I said, please, please don't do that to me. Arash, you're balling. I like to say Los Angeles. So good. Um, okay, going switching to NFL, I'm sure you heard about the Michael Bennett situation. Arash, do you think the Seahawks already knew about that, um, and they just you know, were hoping it was going to go away? Or what do you think happened in that situation? I think teams generally know, you know, they don't release that kind of information, but they kind of generally are, you know, keeping tabs either with their own kind of, uh, with their own uh, security uh, guys or their own people. So, I mean, you know, it's funny. A lot of teams make moves that don't make sense on the surface because they don't have anything to do with on the court or on the field. And so that may be one of them. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, (laughs) I, I would be shocked if they did not know. So you think that all goes well on the trade, everything stays in place, though? I would imagine so. Because, okay. again, there's so much background and detail that goes along with it. I, I, I always find it surprising, or I don't believe it, when a team seems blindsided by mm-hmm. news like that. You know, they, they, they kind of talk to each other and – you know, when we were kind of covering the league a little bit more than like we are now, like you just hear stuff and it's like, so it might not be in the public, but these teams know, you know? Right. Um, Arash, I know, you know, we've already taken a lot of your time, but Becky has some questions for you. This is a fun kind of spot oh, during yes. our show. Well, do you want to, do you want to play a little <laughs> game with us? <laughs> Sure. Let's do it. Well, first of all, I did actually have a question. I wanted to know who your favorite prospects were for the the new season in the NBA. So you can you can give me like your top three favorite prospects of the NBA. 
Go. <laughs> well, there was only one that I like in terms of a guy that I would draft right now. When I saw DeAndre uh, from the University of Arizona in the mm. Pac-12 tournament, I'd never huh. seen anyone up close that's physically dominating. And I said, I mean, that, that guy for the moment he steps down to the court in the league is, is, is going to be a, a factor. And so uh, I got to see him for a few days during the Pac-12 tournament Great. in Las Vegas. And I said, if I have the number one pick, and I don't know who's going to have that pick this season, I mean, that would be my guy for sure. Fabulous. Well, we're going to play a little game called Tell Us Something We Don't Know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Arash, <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's, let's so, play. All right. Most famous person in your phone. Oh, Rosh has a lot. I like that's what I'm Body Joe. person in my phone. Besides me, Rosh. <laughs> Good one. I'm trying to. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Body Joe laughing. Yeah, um, no, you can't use no, Body he's, he's got big ones. Kate Upton, I guess. Whoa. Oh, oh, wow. Josh is perked wow. up. <laughs> yeah, if you look at Rosh's Twitter, he. He's the one had taught. Well, I guess you're the one that filmed uh, Kate Upton doing the the doogie, right? Oh, yeah. We went to a Clippers game and uh, she 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 taught me how to doogie. Yeah, Kate Upton taught you how to doogie. Oh my goodness, that's so amazing! All right, your fa- um, favorite app and the one that you use the most every day that you cannot live without. I mean, does the social media ones count? I mean, I'm I'm on Twitter and I'm Instagram and all let's, those. You know what? For phone, fun, so let's I mean, not count yeah. them. Let's not count them for fun. So it can't be Instagram, can't be Facebook, can't be, and it can't be Tinder. Tinder. Waze. I'm trying to get. I, I, I tried to not use Waze as much because sometimes it sends me in like these opposite oh. directions. <laughs> it always makes you take those left hand turns. But I do like Waze. Okay, Waze. fabulous. Now, this is sort of a, a mind teaser, but the last brand new thing you tried was? Hmm, the last brand <laughs> new thing yes. I tried. I tried to think of, uh, Keep it PG. I, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to, because I, uh, I don't do anything new. I kind of just stick to like, things I like to do. So brand new thing I tried. It could I be don't a, know. like After, your most recent movie. Like what's something new that you've done? Or seen. Um, let's see. Okay, I mean this doesn't count, but I went to a New Japan wrestling show, oh. and I'm totally hooked. I've been on like YouTube ever since I got back from the show on Sunday. That's great. And, oh, um, I like, saw I, that. I'm, I didn't like, know what I'm that was. That's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, so great. So what is it, Rosh? It's like just like a new wrestling league. Yeah, like every move that they do is like the craziest move that you've ever seen. And so oh. it's like, you know, it's like normally if you're like watching on like a Tuesday or whatever, it's just like a regular move and it's a two hour show and you kind of fast forward. You could, oh. you could not take a break during this show. This show like had crazy moves where guys are going through tables and chairs. I, and and this is in Japan? So it's from Japan. Oh, okay. And so they came out to Long Beach, and they'll be oh, out in San Francisco in July. But uh, and like yeah, anything to, goes. Uh, to YouTube, new New Japan wrestling. New Japan. I'm, Wait, I'm can totally I, Arash? Can I enter, or is it like know, you have right? to have oh, experience? Please, please, do it, please. <laughs> I don't think you can enter. Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want you to for your safety. Okay. <laughs> so good. Okay, Becky. Sorry. Okay, we're gonna play a quick rapid fire game of this or that. Okay. Yeah, here okay. we go. Three, okay. two, one. Mayweather or Rousey? Rousey. I knew it because he's covered her. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, sneakerhead or hathead? Sneakerhead. Tent camping or glamping? 
Probably glam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, early bird or night owl? Night owl. You're definitely a night owl, yeah. All right. Uh, lucky yeah. penny or rabbit's tail? Lucky penny. All right. And my, my favorite one, when you eat a taco, do you eat it from left to right or right to left? <laughs> I think left to right. I'm trying to, like... Hold my phone like if it would be. A I love it. Out. See, that's what we want. Thank you for playing. Sure. Arash, I got one more, one more this or that, just off the top of my head since you're a basketball guy. LeBron or Jordan? Oh, Jordan. But you know what? Thank I, you. I, I, I don't. I don't doubt. You know, like, like here's the thing. Like, I, I grew up when like Jordan was at his peak, and so right. like I have a fond memory of Jordan. But like, I totally get. Here's the interesting thing. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm like, Magic Johnson is the greatest Laker right. of all time. But right. I, I have like kids now saying, like, Kobe is. And I get that they grew up with Kobe. But for me, for my money, it's Michael Jordan. Yeah. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Thank sure. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Arash. You can find Arash. He's always on Twitter, Instagram with hot girls, and then uh, sport, talking, sport, talking sports on Twitter. Um, yeah. he knows like Bonnie Joe. Like Bonnie Joe. <laughs> so good. Thanks, Arash. We appreciate your Thank time. Thank you, Arash. Bye. Take care. Bye. He's great, right? He's a man. Yeah, he knows he, a lot, too. He's so knowledgeable. Oh, and he's yeah. so a- interactive on social media. That's so huge in this Oh, yeah. Day. He talks to all his fans. And, yeah, he's really good about that. Um, mm-hmm. What we didn't get to talk about was MLB. Let's do it. Um, so really quick, we'll kind of just go through. We don't have to, like, you know, yeah. so I know we're running out of time. But um, we'll kind of go through um, the each divisions and all. We'll kind of each say who Great. we think. Okay. For the AOS, I have the Astros, of course. I have mm-hmm. the Astros as well. I, I as well. I'm bringing mine up, but I as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for the AL Central of the Indians, three years in a row, they've look, been looking good. So I've got the Indians in the Central. <sighs> I, I, a party wanted to, like, take the Twins. But okay. I took the Indians. The Indians. Right. I, this this is the last year for the Indians. This is their window. Oh yeah, they don't win it this year. Window they, and, closed. And you know how it is in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I who did I have? I had Detroit. Really? Yes. Really? I know. Where'd you, you guys... pull that out from? Well, okay. <laughs> There's a family history again. I'm. I'm. Everything comes from a background <laughs> for me. I don't care how they play. I didn't know she had it's, a Detroit background. There's a story. <laughs> There's a story. I'll tell you off off air. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. AL East. You'll be happy. Mm. I have Yankees. Yankees. They look way too good. Atlanta Braves always. No, that's NL. That's That's NL. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. And don't you do the tomahawk job Uh, on my show. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. No, what? what, AL East. I'm sorry. AL East. I'm I'm a mess. Oh, Orioles, Baltimore. That was my very first game I have ever Uh, been to, you guys. She just goes with her, like. Yeah. Yes. With the gut. Yeah. The heart. The heart. I'm a heart. She's the person when I bring to the. Uh, horse races that she picks the one that's pretty and the color. And, yes, and I win. And I win. And then yeah, guys, I it's all about heart. <laughs> um, okay, NL West. Dodgers. Yeah, always Dodgers. Don't do it, Bonnie. Oh, gosh. I, Here okay, we go. I, I'm not talking. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> Giants no, forever. I mean, Giants okay. forever, but okay. right now with our injuries, we're just right. plagued with so many injuries right now. We lost two starters in less than 24 hours, and now sure. maybe our closer as well. I mean, the Dodgers probably, but okay. um, I put the Giants in my wild card. Well, okay. what's what's going to be their um, their action plan this season now? Well, because they had, a, like last year, we didn't really know how to recover after we losing Mad Bum, but they're bringing up some young kids and, you know, see how that works mm. out and... Never know. And Johnny Cueto's got to be on his A game, yeah, um, basically. With so, out, yeah. um, and then we hopefully, you know, we've got some yeah. hitters now with you know Longo yeah. and McCutcheon. So hopefully that helps. I'm but I know, it's gonna be tough. You I'm know, surprised I'm how like, people are writing off McCutcheon and. They Longoria. say they're too old. Look, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I was watching that BP. Yeah. Oh, you should see they the bat still, speed on McCutcheon on, and how. They, yeah. No. 
Yeah. He still got it. Okay, so let's not even talk about the NLS. But <laughs> NL Central, I've got the Cubbies. I have the Brewers. Now, you know, I was kind of going back I have, and forth I like with the additions them. this year. You guys, I'm I didn't. T- I didn't have one that I absolutely loved. Not gonna. I mean, Pittsburgh's in there, but no, Pittsburgh lost McCutcheon. But yeah, yeah, you're yeah a I'm like, fan. Eh, but Pittsburgh, yeah. I'd have to go. And then NL East, I have the Nationals. Nationals, you do too. Yeah, yeah. Braves. Um, uh, yeah, we're ignoring that. Okay, <laughs> but okay for wild card, I have in um, the American League. I have Angels, Red Sox. Angels. Yeah. So you think they're gonna be playoffs this year? I, I just I think that it could be interesting in a wild okay. card. Uh, I think they'll be you know Red Sox. I think will be in it. And yeah. then Angels. I'm kind of just going with okay. Some mm. you know statistically what I'm looking at, but I have the Twins and the Red Sox. Because okay. I, I, I have the Twins finishing maybe like two or three games behind the Indians. Right. And I think they're going to get that first wild card. I think the game's going to be in Minnesota, and I think the Red Sox will be. I like that, too. Yeah. Who do you have? Um. Oh, my gosh. Hey, yo. I, well, two teams. Just pick two that you relate to. You guys. That, I that, you, have, that you have a story right from. In here. Okay, Baltimore. Okay. okay. No, you pick Baltimore to win the division. You can't pick them for the wild card. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. I'll go for Boston then. Okay, yes, okay. absolutely, Boston. Thank you for helping me through this. Uh-huh. And then, how about the Padres? Padres, that's NL. Yeah, this side. Oh, I don't want to though. <laughs> I want to mix it up, you guys. I'm learning. Okay, um, let's do Oakland. Oakland, there we go. I like that. Blah, blah. I want to go Boston. And, and then for the NL, yes. I've got the Giants and the Cardinals in a um, well, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I have the Giants and the Cubs. Nice. Oh, you have my Giants. Giants. Thank you. Yes, Giants all the way. I'll say Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Sounds good to me. And then who do you have in the World Series? You'll like this. I have in the World Series Yankees Nationals. So do I. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I don't. I would have picked a repeat of Houston and Dodgers just for fun. Honestly, that's a very... Pretty much, yeah. That could be, yeah. but it's not. It's right not now. unique. I was just excited to have a repeat. No, but like that's a consensus right now. <laughs> it's so much different yeah. in, in baseball. You know, yeah. like in basketball, it's so different. Basketball, yeah. it can be the repeats, oh, yeah. but God, baseball is tough. It's like hockey. To through. Yeah. So do you have winning it? I didn't put anyone. Oh, come on, so you gotta pick. But yes, do it. I don't know. Come on. I mean, maybe the Yankees. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's either them or the Nationals. Yeah, I know. Maybe. I mean, I probably would say if it was Yankee Nationals, it would be our Yankees. Mm. Yeah, I'm going the Yankees, but, and it's not because I'm a homer. Yeah. I, I no, I just think if you look yeah. at World Series. Yeah. I mean, they just need to beef up their starting pitching, and right now I don't think they have the pitching. But there's this thing called the trade deadline, yep. and the Yankees are stacked in a farm system. They have a lot of pieces. They, they can always do. have a good farm system. Yeah. The Yankees. They're gonna make. I don't know who's gonna be available to available they the trade do. deadline, but they're gonna. They're gonna make a move get that starting pitching i think they'll be fine and by the way we have a detroit fan in there so thanks fans oh, Dad's oh, guru. Holla. Who, do you, who does the chat have chat who do you have going yeah, to yeah who do you have we've got, going to world we've, got, series. we've got um oh my gosh now we're talking hockey we'll talk uh. about that later um, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah keep coming in we got detroit so far <laughs> well before because we're gonna have to wrap it up soon yeah. um NHL. What NHL. is, is some news yes. that's going on? Oh my gosh, lots going on. We've got two more weeks. We've got some eliminations. Montreal's been eliminated. Detroit's been eliminated. Ottawa has Ottawa's been oh, eliminated. Really Buffalo's been eliminated. Uh, in the West, it's pretty crazy. So the Kings and the Ducks are head-to-head, barely making it. It's going to come down to the last game. Uh, Flames, wow. Oilers were eliminated. Canucks and Coyotes were eliminated. So it's coming down to... I thought the, the Kings were game. a lock. No, we are... And when does the season end? Um, the last game for the Kings is on the 7th of April. That is like Which right is a week the from this. Right. And we're going to have Daryl Evans on the show, guys. Alumni. Just so many good things happening next Tuesday. So, But the Kings, yeah, they're head-to-head with the Ducks. So it's going to come down to their last show. Their last game. Uh, do they play wow. each other last game? 
They do on the Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Watch yeah. that. That's amazing. <laughs> be, you gotta watch it's, that. It's pretty tight, but the Golden Knights are in. Uh, of course, Predators, Winnipeg just got in today, so it's it's a big deal. Yeah, Blackhawks are out. That's huge because Blackhawks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're oh, really? they're eliminated. Yeah, so <gasps> so right, much so, going on. So, Beck, I'm gonna ask you uh, yeah. if I asked you today, who's going to Stanley Cup? Um, Stanley Cup is gonna be. Gosh, is it, too I, early it the only reason why I say this is because the Kings in 2012 were the last, they on their last game, they made it into the playoffs. Right. Right? They won the cup. They were the eighth seed, won the cup. It comes down to who is locked into those playoffs. Right. I think the Gold Knights are definitely, definitely going to be in the final. Okay. They are you just steamrolled. Oh, I, I love just, that but, story. But the East to me, I mean, more than likely it's going to be the Lightning, but I just feel like... It's really? gonna. It's just gonna come down to who. When you pair up teams, you just never know what's gonna happen. The Capitals have always been number one in the league in the last few years, and then they. Right. So it comes down to match. They can't get past ho- the first yeah, round. In hockey, the the lower seed wins a lot. I That's what I'm that. saying. They can't. Yeah. The, and and then the the teams who are dominating the season can't get through playoffs it's just a different beast so, so you have to, you have to, wait the, to next see. tuesday i feel like i might have a little okay bit. that's it. that's but, actually that's fair I but get right that. now i would yeah. call the the knights and tampa bay but that's okay. the only tight situation is the kings and the ducks yeah they are literally tied for points right now and it's going Easter to come their last game conference, e- no, there's the nothing just spread out your rangers are out dude i'm so sorry so okay. yeah you guys it's <laughs> always it's never a dull season in nhl but we're gonna find out a lot more next week right. and is that the, is there anything else in the news that's going on um not so much. Not so much. Um, it's just, it, it's a little slow in the be... news day. Well, I mean, you guys, we covered a lot of the NBA, the MLB, right. all of that stuff. What about but... the, uh, the cheerleading scandal? Yes, let's talk. You got to... Oh, yeah. boy, this is heated. I'm going to have to take the jacket. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll Bonnie, wrap it up, with, us, we'll start, wrap it yeah. up with this last segment. So, it's basically, you guys saw the same yeah. article I saw. Um, Saints cheerleader, I guess she made sure that her account was private so no one else could see and allegedly she posted a picture of her i didn't see the picture but a picture of her in a swimsuit or bikini yeah, or something one that piece, was one oh, piece. It's one piece that wasn't considered um appropriate for the saintations cheerleading squad and then i guess she was at a bar or a club with some of the players she said she was not there. allegedly yes four days later they kicked her off crazy mm-hmm. for the rule that they can't fraternize with any of the players any of the players yeah. um and i know that firsthand being a cheerleader for the nfl for both the niners and the cowboys and the cowboys they are the ones that kind of implemented all of this where cheerleaders cannot interact with the players you can't you have I to mean, leave a restaurant if they come in yeah uh, like yep. you could be eating and you have to drop your fork and leave mm-hmm. you know like you can't say anything like you can get in trouble for even saying good game or good luck or mm-hmm. if you see them in the hallway i mean it goes so beyond I, I mean i can't even explain you know you've got adults you know these are adults you know men and women and you know they're trying to tell them they can't talk and sure. think about it you've got gorgeous beautiful women cheering and then you've got these athletic men mm-hmm. what do you think i mean sometimes right. so that stuff's going to happen but sure. it's so one-sided because the players can do whatever they want they can be sliding into girls dms i mean yeah. we didn't have social media when i was around but you know they can do whatever it takes but there's no repercussions for them, but the girls will always get kicked off. And I can say in the modern platform now, in the last yeah. few few years, I would say, or five years, I experienced that firsthand. That, again, the team I had worked for, same exact thing. Rules were were. It's in your contract, y'all. This yeah. isn't just like... But it was double-sided. So we, yeah. we didn't have to put our accounts on private. However, yes, if we even said more than two words to a player, you were written up or worse um restaurants i've i've literally been in the middle of eating i've had to leave i mean it's it's no joke however 
the argument is the two set of rules. So how, how do you feel about that? Like, what can be changed? Because well, it's, it's about men versus women. Because if you look at all the teams, basically they're all the same, except the Raiders. The Raiders. The Al, Raiders. Al Davis said, I don't care. I would love you guys to date. Really? Oh, yeah. He has socials where the yeah. players come and the cheerleaders come. As long as they're not married, okay. they can interact. And it's caused no problems. I mean, that I know of. Yeah. You know, so... I don't but know. they're like, saying it's protection for the cheerleaders that they they can't have this fraternization or interaction because it's protection for them and being, you know, pursued. And it's like, well, they're still being pursued, right? And and it's also, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, me maybe, you know, if you're a rebel type, if someone tells you, Josh, don't do that. What are you going to do? Going to do it, sure. So sometimes yeah. if you don't have that in place, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, you may not care. It's not as desirable. It's not, you know, but it's kind of like that. Oh, we're not supposed to date the cheerleaders, you know. I'm saying right. so the players kind of like that and it, it, you know it's, and it's double-sided though because with the kings we had male ice crew members and i will tell you that what's frustrating is they were allowed to play with players they were allowed to play with full-time and alumni we weren't even allowed to be in the same room so right. that is a and it makes it very awkward you know what i'm saying when you're cheering for you know if you go back let's say you cheered in high school like sure. you know a lot of cheered in high school as well you know, or college, it's no big deal. And then you go up to the pros and it's this, you know, and it's weird because you're cheering on this guy, remember, for four quarters. But yet, if you see him, you better look the other way. Sure. You know what I'm saying, Josh? As a man, but, but, do you but, think but that's... I it's, mean, messed, it's messed up because the same rules don't apply to them. Right. That, that to me, is, is ridiculous. And I get it. you got yeah. million-dollar contracts, sure. you know, for these players. And then you've got, you know, like what I made, $15 a game as a yeah. Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. So, and, you know, they think we're very replaceable. And I get that. I just think that when you place that on there, mm-hmm. it just causes a lot of problems. I mean, look at so many different careers and doctors dating nurses and yeah. lawyers, mm-hmm. you know, dating. You know I mean? Do you, th- you, do you know what I'm saying? I every exactly other occupation, yeah. everyone's like, okay with it. And then you see this. And it just, Did you, you know, find with the Cowboys that it's about the preservation of the organization? Like they didn't want, you know, jersey chasers. Right, or, and know, they wanted teammates. to be classy. And I, I totally get it. But then there's so many girls that do it behind closed doors anyways. Absolutely. So and then, then it becomes a controversy. And then and, it's a controversy. Then it's, yeah. I don't know. I just think sometimes when you put it in there. And again, I get it. You want to have the this kind of responsibility of these being sure. separate, you know, separate lanes. But I still just think when you put that out there, it for some reason, it just, it's not working. And Amen, look with the Raiders. How can yeah. how come they're able to do it and sure. it works? Sure. Yeah, I just think it's a huge double standard. I don't think that's fair at all, I, especially because guys do pursue pursue girls. I think more often than girls pursue guys. And don't you think guys? Yeah. It's like you know, is the you know the hunt better than the catch? Like it, yeah. I feel like them knowing because they all every player they know that they're not allowed to date the cheerleaders. So do you, right. you know how it is. Players are used to getting whatever they want. Exactly. Well, I can't get that girl. Well, no, I'm going to. And right. here's the squad photo. Here's who I want. And let me find her social media. Let me get her phone number. I mean, there's even times where front office will give the player the cheerleader's phone number, y'all. Stop it. So. Mm. And that leads to the things such as like if you have a, a cheerleader who's trying to follow the rules and a right. guy chasing her, that, then consent comes into play because she could be saying no and st- get away from and it. And it always not, it, not saying that to take it to that level to extreme, and it's but always, there are levels to these type of things. It always will go to the athlete, no matter yeah. what. The, like the cheerleader can be completely innocent; it will, they will always side with the athlete. Right, and there's athletes who make up second accounts. And then they'll follow the cheerleaders because I know all these stories. And Jeez. then they'll, you know, say, "Hey, this is so and so." And then the girl makes up her own social so, media. Oh, wow. and that's how they get away with Aliases it too. And then we meet at X Y. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I mean, 
she was on the four for four seasons, this girl, and then she got kicked off. So I think that's unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Not that anyone cares, you know, when it comes to NFL cheerleaders, I, but I it's just think it's build. crazy you can be in the middle of a dinner and well, you have to get up and leave. But it's something that And there's some girls I've cheered with who don't know anything about football. So if a you know, defensive end walks in, they're not gonna know. Sure, right. sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They wear helmets on it. How do you yeah, especially <laughs> football. Yeah. And hockey too. Hel- yeah. I mean they look totally yeah, different. Sure. I've had a lot of girls I cheer with who couldn't tell you sure anyone who's on the team except maybe Troy Aikman or Emmett or Michael Irvin. But besides that, they don't know. So they don't even know you know what I'm saying? To they're get not up and leave. The offensive, yeah. the backup offensive line. And if you're sitting yeah. there with your husband or boyfriend or dad, like you're gonna get up and leave. I don't know. There's just certain things I'm just think it's two thousand eighteen. Come on. I agree. I don't think it's people I don't think people realize how big of a deal it really is and so I'm sadly kind of glad this came out because it does support things that we've right. been through. And there's been real. so many other occasions real where it's life happened situations. Too. Oh yeah. You know, and it goes on and on and on and you know. Wow. It is what it is, right? Yeah. And we'll end it there <laughs> and we'll be back next week. I actually will not be here because I'll be at the Giants opening day. Yeah, girl. But I want to My, see that ballpark but, so bad. Oh, AT&T Park. I'm not yeah. being biased, but AT&T Park by far is just I, gorgeous. It doesn't matter where you sit. You can see the bridge. Yeah. It's Oh, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous stadium. So I'll be Have there, so but my fun. my host will be taking over. And yeah. um, we'll Daryl in the house. He'll miss you. Yes, yes you guys can talk hockey, yeah. hoops, and everything. And sure. again, make sure you follow us at, what is it, BJL Weekly Pass. Sure should is. know this. BJL yep. Weekly Pass. And you can follow me at Bonnie Jill on Instagram and Facebook and at Twitter at BJ Laughlin. Josh Rodriguez, Twitter, Instagram, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Let's debate some sports. That's right. What's up, guys? I'm Becky Sotero. Thank you for joining in on the live chat. You guys were amazing. You can find me at Becky Sotero on all social media. And thank you to our guest, Arash Marchese That's right. from ESPN. Arash. And happy birthday to Josh. Yes, happy birthday. Send donations to Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, we will see you on the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonjour Laughlin. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. 15 buzz. later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.